Welcome to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. Your connection to all the latest industry trends, insights, and points of view on the mortgage market from Freddie Mac leaders and other industry experts. Welcome to this edition of the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. This is your host, Liz McGavro, and I'm sitting down today with Danny Gardner, our Senior Vice President of Client and Community Engagement. Welcome, Danny. Good morning, Liz. How are you doing today? Uh, doing very well, as a matter of fact, just uh, getting adjusted like most of the country to uh, remote work and uh, you know, thinking about how we can help support our clients and the community and the crisis that we're facing right now. Absolutely. It's definitely some challenging times. So before we jump into the challenges that we're here to discuss today, most people in the industry, Danny, know you for your role as leader of our affordable lending and access to credit area for the past few years. But today you're joining us in a new role. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, I've had the pleasure for the last five years of leading Freddie Mac's effort in the single family space around affordable lending and access to credit. And uh, recently got the unique opportunity to assume uh, leadership of all of our client facing resources. So I'm very excited in uh, bringing the teams together. And you know, I see it as filling out the continuum between uh, the community and clients uh, in a way that we sort of bring the whole ecosystem together towards uh, creating sustainable home ownership. And I think the crisis today is a good representation of the uh, alignment that we're going to need to have between all the resources to really uh, make sure we continue to promote and retain home ownership. Absolutely. These are really interesting times for the world at large, but especially for the mortgage industry. So this is what we wanted to chat with today because our clients and our partners are undoubtedly facing a lot of challenges. So let's jump right in. The industry effects of COVID-19 have been widespread, obviously, but Freddie Mac's response has been swift. So what immediate changes should our clients be aware of? So first of all, let me just say, you know, that the great thing about the mortgage industry and the mortgage business is it's a very interpersonal uh, business. It relies a lot on uh, human to human contact, you know, whether it's uh, having a homeowner be shown their home by a real estate professional entering somebody else's house in order to evaluate whether they'd like to purchase that home. It has to do with appraisers, you know, being able to go out on site and inspect properties in person and give a good evaluation. Uh, we have title companies that sit across the table from uh, consumers and explain all the documentation that they're signing, but also ensure that they have clear lien and title uh, to the property. And of course, then we need our county recorders to record those liens um, and perfect title. So it, there's a lot of human to human interaction uh, in our industry, and that's all being massively disrupted uh, by the virus and the fact that we all need to uh, retain and maintain social distancing. Uh, so as a result, uh, we're starting to see, you know, some impacts in the economy. Uh, we have, uh, you know, the, the first uh, signs of joblessness and people filing for uh, jobless claims. And we know there are going to be impacts to uh, consumers and to industry professionals uh, as it pertains uh, to addressing the, the virus. Uh, so the first thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to get on top of, you know, helping families who are being impacted. As I mentioned, you know, those who may be losing their jobs or maybe, you know, getting their hours cut back, you know, suffering a, a loss of income as a result. Or maybe they just need to step back from their day-to-day -day role because they need to provide care for a family member who may be impacted or children that are no longer able to attend schools. Uh, so we wanted to come up with some solutions to help anyone impacted, you know, directly uh, that may be suffering a, a lapse in income and an inability to uh, make their mortgage payments uh, as they have in the past. Um, it's also important to know that you know, we want to help uh, everyone, regardless of whether you're financing a home in which you live in as your primary uh, home. Uh, maybe you have a second home uh, also you know, that you're unable to um, maintain your normal payments as a result. So we have solutions that we have offered 
uh, for both scenarios. There are uh, options out there that our servicers um, can take advantage of that can give up to 12 months of relief uh, for families that are impacted, uh, as I mentioned uh, above. Uh, and we've directed them to suspend late charges and other types of fees related um, to the servicing of mortgage loans. Um, and there's other latitude that we've uh, provided to servicers. So uh, servicers may take full advantage of our solutions and may have other solutions, especially for loans that they may be servicing for uh, other investors that are not Freddie Mac owned loans. We're also asking our servicers to suspend reporting to credit bureaus for past due payments for persons affected. So those are just some solutions that we've brought to bear already in the market as it pertains to families. And we continue to find other opportunities and solutions to work on that. Our clients may note an escalation in the number of communications that they see from us over the next few weeks because we're constantly looking for opportunities to support and help. And I also want to note that we're working in concert with our regulator, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, uh, in order to uh, find appropriate solutions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you mentioned, there's been great partnership with FHFA um, and just really within our organization to come together and get all of these things in place so quickly because it, it really hasn't been that long since things started to really ramp up with this crisis. So I, I think we've um, done a great job putting things into place to start helping people as quickly as possible. Yes, the world has changed dramatically in the last couple of weeks, and it's been quite amazing. Absolutely. So you did a great job walking us through all of the steps a minute ago in a quick summary of where um, people need to actually interact with each other to come together and get a mortgage completed or closed. So can you talk a little bit more about some of the challenges that lenders and home buyers are facing that social distancing is shining a spotlight on? So, you know, for example, can we start thinking about doing more with e-mortgages to, to try to help closings still occur during this time? Uh, absolutely. No, that, that's a great point. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the mortgage business and the mortgage process and the home buying process has been is a highly interpersonal uh, activity. What I also find uh, very uh, serendipitous, if I could use such a lofty word, is uh, look at all the technological investment that we've made as an industry over the last you know, five or so years. And I often think about like, wow, had this happened you know, five years ago, it would have been a much different uh, ball game in terms of our opportunities to help um, bring solutions to the table and really try to keep this industry going uh, in the remote manner that we're fully capable of doing so uh, today. So, um, you know, I mentioned certain things as, you know, barriers that we're starting to note from talking to our clients about their ability to uh, continue to function and manufacture, close and sell uh, mortgage loans. So the, some of the early things that uh, we've heard about were uh, one, third party verification. So whether that's a verification of income, uh, a verification of value, a verification of clear title, uh, those were some of the things that were immediately uh, disrupted because uh, as companies were forced to close uh, due to social distancing or gubernatorial direction, uh, getting in touch with uh, employers has become more and more challenging. So we have a number of people who are still, you know, gainfully employed. I think school teachers might be a great example of that, where, you know, they, schools have closed, uh, school teachers are working remotely, the administration of the schools are not coming to the schools. Um, so we're finding some challenges with actually getting verbal verification of employment uh, from employers such as that. Uh, but we've come forward with some solutions that we've offered. Uh, one, we are allowing other types of documentation. So a recent uh, pay stub uh, or activity into a bank account. So back to the teacher example, if you can see that they're still receiving their income, that's as good as uh, getting a verbal verification of employment. And, and we've uh, noted that in our announcement. Um, I'd also point to you know tools that we've brought to market uh, recently, such as our income and asset uh, modeler, our AIM tool. 
Uh, so for our clients taking advantage of uh, solutions such as that, uh, they can rely on the third-party verification of income and get uh, immediate rep and warrant relief as a result by using a, a capability such as that. Um, the next one that I mentioned is appraisals. I can certainly understand why we've seen almost an immediate spate of uh, either appraisers feeling like it's not safe for them to go out and enter a stranger's home in order to do a thorough inspection. Um, and then also being true for the consumers themselves, the home sellers or the current homeowners trying to refinance their mortgage, you know, taking a risk of having a stranger enter their home and touch surfaces and potentially bring you know, um, the virus into their families. So uh, on that note, you know, we have offered uh, solutions and alternatives uh, regarding appraisals. So there are instances where our clients can rely on an exterior appraisal solely. Uh, they can also rely on a desktop appraisal. And then of course, you know, back to technology and tools offered by Freddie Mac, uh, we have our ACE, our, our, our alternative collateral evaluator that uh, can be uh, used in this instance. And we believe it has a great opportunity to help assist uh, with the uh, you know, flow of mortgages out there, especially for this unprecedented uh, onslaught of refinance volume uh, by using you know, the so-called appraisal waiver as a means of getting an evaluation, getting representation and warranty relief, and not having to rely on an individual entering another person's home as a result. So those are a couple of examples. Uh, you, you mentioned e-mortgages. You know, Freddie Mac has been uh, on the forefront of offering uh, the capabilities uh, for e-mortgage. I know that's somewhat disrupted around the country, you know, based upon the uh, local laws, jurisdictions, whether they are prepared for uh, complete electronic closing and filing. Um, certain you know, of our clients may or may not have uh, installed the capability, whether it's technical capability or training capability within their their offices. Um, but as we think about new solutions, as we weather the storm, or frankly, whether we may be facing a similar storm in the future, uh, now is a good time, we believe, uh, for our clients uh, where they can to give some thought to taking advantage of some of these uh, new technologies and new capabilities. And we continue to evaluate other options. Again, I mentioned, you know, our clients should expect uh, more frequent communication from us, whether in person from our, uh, our customer facing teams or through, uh, you know, bulletins and communications uh, from our office. Uh, but we're starting now to look at solutions as it pertains to uh, closing uh, age of documentation. We know that's another issue and that, uh, you know, perhaps uh, paperwork was provided recently, but because of some of the issues with uh, third-party verifications, the manufacturing process has to uh, uh, be slowed down. So some of this documentation uh, may age beyond what our guidelines have historically permitted, and we're trying to see if we can uh, come up with more flexibility uh, to that end. Yeah, no, that's that's great, Danny. And you know, as you said, this certainly underscores the need for things to really start moving more to a virtual environment. It, it just really drives the point home that people need to have options to complete transactions such as this that don't need to be done in person, right? Right. And I think all the work that Freddie Mac has done over the past few years reimagining the mortgage experience has laid a good foundation for that. So hopefully we'll continue to build on that as the years go on. I hope so. So let's shift gears a little bit and start talking about the affordable markets, which will certainly be greatly impacted from this crisis. So what resources are available for the people that are 
in those markets. Addressing your question, we, we do want to make sure uh, that people are aware that there are resources that one, Freddie Mac has uh, helped to support uh, over the years and know to be immediately available. And there are other resources out there um, that we'd like everyone to be aware of. Because again, we, we may have listeners who are um, you know hearing this message today about Freddie Mac solutions, but I want them to also know that there are other opportunities out there for help and support, uh, regardless of who the ultimate investor of the mortgage loan might be. Uh, so keeping it to the Freddie Mac topic for just a moment, uh, I want to make sure all of our listeners are aware that we actually do have a consumer-facing website, a resource. It's called myhomeatfreddiemac.com. So you can just go to freddiemac.com and look for the link to My Home. And there is a litany of resources identified there uh, for consumers, uh, both in helping them to become homeowners or should they have uh, you know, challenges in maintaining homeownership you know, due to issues such as the ones uh, that we're discussing today. Uh, also there, you can find a, a couple of other solutions. You can find a link to the network of Freddie Mac Borrower Help Centers and the Borrower Help Network. So um, this actually was a group of highly um, proficient non-for-profit organizations that are embedded in communities around the country. I think it's worth noting that uh, we established this Borrower Help Center network uh, during the last uh, financial crisis and recession and selected these organizations as our partners based upon their capabilities to address these types of issues. So uh, they are organizations in whom we have a very high level of confidence and great partnership. So you can find links to borrower help centers uh, or the borrower help center network, which is a 1-800 number uh, that can help you telephonically you know, anywhere you're located uh, throughout the country. So also, while you're at freddiemack.com, you can also uh, link to the Credit Smart Home Buyer U. Uh, this is a recently revamped and fully modernized uh, home buyer education curriculum supported by Freddie Mac. Uh, there, you actually can learn more about resources that can assist you uh, if you're having problems, uh, you know, maintaining your mortgage at, at, at its normal rate. Um, if you're uh, just wanting to brush up on your knowledge of home ownership or other financial capabilities, we also have the Credit Smart Financial Capabilities course there. Um, and I point that out as you know, many people are at home and. Um, you know, probably spending a lot of time on Netflix or finding other opportunities to, uh, you know, uh, keep the family engaged. And so uh, we want to advocate that, the, you know, it's, it's always a good time to brush up on your financial capabilities and that solution is there for you as well. So then outside of the FreddieMac.com uh, environment, uh, I also want to point out a few other resources uh, where families can be directed to learn more about uh, solutions and get help. So, um, it's worth noting that uh, we recently uh, worked with uh, the Federal Housing Finance Agency and Fannie Mae uh, to launch mortgagetranslations.gov. So uh, that is a website that has a translation of not only origination documents, but servicing documents. And currently uh, they're all out there in English and in Spanish and in traditional Chinese. As it turns out in about a week, we will be launching the Vietnamese version uh, of those documents. So if anybody uh, is uh, you know, working through the process and having to contend with paperwork and there's any uh, need for uh, translated uh, documents to make sure they have better understanding we want to make sure everyone is aware of that resource. Um, HUD, also uh, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, uh, which you know is the um, uh, parent of the FHA mortgage program, uh, also has resources out there. And so there's actually a 1-800 number, 1-800-CALL-FHA, which is 225-5342. Um, families can be directed there to learn about other community resources. I mentioned the network of uh, Freddie Mac Borrower Help Centers. But it just so happens that there, there are over 2,000 uh, HUD-approved counseling agencies 
uh, out there who can assist people uh, with uh, their needs. And in fact, uh, HUD has stood up its own coronavirus website. That's hud.gov forward slash coronavirus uh, if you would like to read and learn more about it there. Um, CFPB also has a site to help consumers uh, with uh, information as it pertains to uh, all types of financial products. Uh, so you can find that at the uh, CFPB website. I believe it's um, consumerfinance.gov forward slash consumer dash tools forward slash mortgages. Uh, so another resource uh, available to everyone. And then uh, back to the point of uh, language and language need, I also like to call out, you know, there are two terrific organizations out there who provide uh, language translation and support communities uh, where English is not their primary language. Uh, the first one is Unidos. Uh, so uh, I would suggest people who have Spanish speaking um, needs or capabilities or have clients who have that, uh, they can also uh, be referred uh, to Unidos at their website, unidos.org. And then uh, another organization ca uh, called Capacity, C-A-P-A-C-D. They have a housing counseling program uh, and resource uh, on their website uh, to direct consumers uh, for assistance. They have translation capabilities for over 30 languages, mainly those of you know, the uh, Asian and Pacific Island areas. And you can uh, reach them through their website at nationalcapacd.org forward slash campaigns dash initiatives forward slash housing dash counseling. Uh, that will, will link you to directly to their housing counseling capability. Uh, although I'm sure you can find those links directly through their website. That's terrific, Danny. And we'll actually make sure that we post the links that you just mentioned related to the podcast so people have easy access to them. So I think the headline here is help is out there, right? And people just need to know where to look for it. That's exactly right, Liz. In fact, um, it's interesting, you know, uh, when we think about home ownership and we think about, you know, just many things with our daily lives, uh, we're on autopilot until something like this arises. And then we're often at a loss to know who to trust, you know, where to go uh, for information. Uh, one, we know our clients are, are great trusted advisors. You know, they have helped families find their way into home ownership. I would also say the same for real estate professionals. I want everyone to know that we are doing our best to spread this word, you know, throughout those networks and make sure that we have alignment in communities about what resources are available uh, who and who can be uh, trusted. We also, you know, despite the litany of uh, other resources that we've offered there, I know there are many other, you know, local governments, uh, housing finance agencies are a great resource and other social uh, service networks. So I would say, you know, to anyone who's counseling borrowers or any, you know, consumers who might be listening to this broadcast, you know, be informed before you go in and, and potentially, you know, trust someone who's trying to intervene and help you uh, with this crisis. Because as we have seen in the past, and we're already starting to see, you know, even as recent as this issue is, that we're already starting to see scamsters and fraudsters uh, reaching out to families representing that they are with, you know, organizations like Freddie Mac, um, suggesting that they can be of assistance. But of course, you know, they are asking for uh, private personal information. They're asking for social security numbers. They're asking for payment upfront. And as everybody knows, you know, an agency, an organization like Freddie Mac would never do that. Our clients would never do that. And so, you know, please advise your family, friends, you know, and your clients uh, that should they be contacted by any resource who's offering help um, to find a trusted resource, perhaps such as the number that we've listed on this podcast, uh, to verify that that is truly a trusted form of assistance. Absolutely. And, you know, as we're thinking about this, it's this really aligns with our mission, right? So our mission is to not only put people in homes, but to sustainably keep them there. 
And in the midst of this crisis, that's even more important to make sure people are able to sustain their home ownership and, and really get through this, this storm. That's absolutely right. As, as we were chartered almost 50 years ago, stability is right at the heart of our mission. And so uh, along with affordability and liquidity. So uh, we're not only here to you know purchase loans and provide um, home financing to the market, but we want to do so in a very stable way. And I believe this environment and the actions that we're taking truly demonstrate our uh, living up to that mission and playing out that role. And we just want everybody to know that we are here, we're open for business, and we continue to remain focused on that task. So through these changes, what is the top takeaway from your perspective, Danny, that you want clients and our industry partners to know? So we want them to know that, you know, we are in this with them, that we recognize things have changed swiftly. Uh, we recognize that, you know, again, this industry is one that is highly reliant upon interpersonal um, transactions. And uh, we are doing our best to address uh, those needs uh, where they are brought to our attention. And we have the time to work through them uh, in concert with our regulator and our policies. And so uh, we encourage everyone to remain in communication, to reach out to us and expect us to do the same in reaching out to them. Uh, stay uh, tuned for multiple bulletins and communications that will continue to come out and be mindful of other resources available to them and their borrowers uh, in the marketplace um, to be of assistance uh, should people face challenges. This is unprecedented. We have our leaders who are trying to address that in the best means that they can. And so uh, with that in mind, you know, we want to be as effective and as responsive as we can be uh, and can only do so, you know, with the engagement and communication uh, with our clients and other stakeholders and communities. Absolutely. We are here to help and we're, as you said, open for business. So thank you so much for your time today, Danny. I know you are really busy, just like the rest of the organization, helping, uh, helping our clients and our borrowers get through this. So I think we can end there. Well, thank you, Liz. We hope everyone is safe and healthy as we all weather through this storm together. And we just want to invite everybody to stay tuned as we learn more and are able to respond. Thank you again for your time today, Danny. And for all of you listeners, don't forget to subscribe to the Home Starts Here podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you can keep up with any news that we have to share on the current crisis or any of our single family updates in general. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. Stay tuned and subscribe to catch additional interviews with key industry leaders and experts. Home Starts Here is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. We appreciate you rating, reviewing, and sharing with your network.